Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the United States. We're speaking from our box directly behind home plate. But you fans don't need to have me tell you what this is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 90. I'll be your host, Kyle Corden, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, he's over here getting a vid of the intro as we sit up here 5,280 feet above sea level, recording from the mile-high purple seats here at Coors Field. Bang, bang. What do you think, man? This is the highest, like, besides a plane that you've ever been from this, the East Coast, man. Your sea level over there. This is, this is awesome. This is, as I've said before, this is the, this is the one stadium I said I wanted to come to. Even over, I know this is probably a baseball sin, even over, like, Wrigley, places like that. I don't know what it is about this place. I just think it's an awesome, awesome stadium. Super, like, I don't know, just super baseball. Like you can tell yeah, this is this is a baseball yeah. stadium. It's not one of these like super ultra multi-purpose size places. This is just an awesome place to catch a game. Well, I mean, we were talking about it yesterday. We talked about it with a friend that we saw here. Like no matter who they're playing, like this place is always packed. Like right. they could be playing the Padres, they could be playing the Marlins, it doesn't matter. Like the people here in Denver just I think enjoy this atmosphere. Um, I mean, the Rockies obviously aren't having the year that we both thought they would, but the fact that this place is still rocking every game is, is pretty sweet. Yeah, like, I I had heard things about it. I had heard it was going to be packed, and I, I mean, I've even watched games, obviously, but it's one of those things where until you get here, you really see that it's, it's more than a baseball game for people. It, it's like a social event. People come here, group of friends, even if they're not even that into baseball, come here, grab a beer at the old the old rooftop and uh, just hang out for a few hours and maybe catch a good baseball game. I mean, that's like, I think that's a big reason what we talked about is that it's so packed is because everything's like affordable. I mean, we sat, uh, what was it? Three rows up, two rows up from the corner in left field right by the foul pole yesterday. And I mean, those tickets were 50, 60 bucks each, like nothing crazy. We got into today for 13 bucks. like. And you know, you just get a, a random seat and then roam around, and check the stadium out. So, uh, how did we get those seats, Nate? I've heard of some place. <laughs> I kind of hate that we're doing this in person. Now that I'm seeing your you face, you love it. You love seeing it. Seeing your face, waiting to intervene with a stupid ad. Yo, we are sitting here thanks to our friends over at Seat Geek. You heard of them before? Seatgeek! It's the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With Seatgeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of Seatgeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. So all you gotta do to save some of that. Cold, hard Rocky Mountain cash. I was hoping we'd get something like that. 
I'm, I'm, I'm more than pleased. <laughs> Use promo code DTD at checkout. So, just give me, give me your thoughts on the trip so far. Obviously, this is my first time, but you're, you're coming back, coming yeah. back home. Yeah, coming back home. I mean, this is like this city is just so much fun. It's so easy and it's laid back. And you know, like the first day we got here, you got to check out Red Rocks. You got to see the mountains a little bit. Took you up to Idaho Springs. So like, you know, I had a little mandate first mandate monday i think is what we absolutely yeah um you know tomorrow we might go check out boulder and see the rest of the state kind of a little bit but uh as far as you know downtown i mean like you said it's very relaxed it's just everyone's kind of hanging out there's nothing you go to cities and everyone has an agenda and their heads are like straight forward walking through you know bulldozing through people like it's, this isn't that kind of city it's just very easy to, to walk through, check out the buildings, check out restaurants, check out breweries, and just kind of enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah, this has definitely been a place. You can tell these people love their sports teams. Like, I was I was actually reading. I don't even know where I was reading, but I read somewhere today that uh, when they were building cores, that they had to, like, alter the construction plans to, like, expand uh, or to, rather to include more seats than what they originally thought because of projections that came in, they were just through the roof and they're like, we're gonna have to accommodate more fans. And as we saw last night, granted, 80% of the people here were Red Sox fans, <laughs> but you can just tell this is a great area for baseball, regardless who's in town. And it's just been super fun to just take this in, obviously for last night's game and looking forward to tonight as we record pregame for the second game of this series. But it's just like, I mean, the food, the food is legit. Oh, we're, yeah. we're getting the reviews knocked out. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere, just the weather. Like, I don't even know if I've mentioned the weather yet, right? but this is <laughs> ultimate baseball weather. Yeah. Like, it's 90-something degrees right now, but because there's practically zero humidity, we are just in just prime condition. We're right chilling. Now. I'm not even sweating, are you? Not oh, even good. sweating. We're good. I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is a place I've wanted to come to for, God, years now, and conveniently get to see my boys here from Beantown. Yeah, convenient. I know this has been brutal for you, Nate. Why don't you why don't you share a little bit it's, how you how you've been struggling the past twenty four hours? It's weird because game one, like you're obviously into the game. You're obviously excited. You have this sarcastic but somewhat annoying clap every time you know the Red Sox do something well and I it's thought like you, I thought you were gonna talk about my dramatic. I thought you were gonna talk about my trash talk and yeah. while it may be sarcastic it is factual and in nature so yeah. well it's it's weird because like I'm trying to support a team that isn't good in the Rockies obviously my team is the Yankees they're not here and it's it's strange because like I don't have a, I don't have a horse in this race and I don't care that much but it does suck watching you enjoy your team do well ish going back to my trash talk i mentioned we were talking during bp yeah jbj up there taking some hacks even you acknowledge the fact he had some pop dude had us a lot of bad speed and a lot of velocity off the bat xander was up there taking some hacks and i was like i'm telling you they can swing it and what do you know both of them went yeah yeah both of them went yeah yeah freaking jbj hit one to the freaking mountains i'm telling you that i've never seen that spot get a ball before I mean, we're talking right center, like third deck above the bullpen. Balls don't go up there. I've seen balls pulled up in the third deck way down the line, but never right center. And from a dude like JBJ, I was, I was impressed. I'm not going to lie. And give him the Coors Effect label all you want. That ball's still going That's, like that ball's 450. Still yeah, the ball's still crushed. 
but yeah, I mean, we're, I'm just, I'm all over the place right now mentally. I'm just, I'm just taking all this in and I'm, I mean, we're sitting here, like I said, 5,200 feet above sea level. I'm looking out there. One of the most beautiful bullpens I've ever seen. Right? With the, with the fountains and the trees and everything. I mean, so sweet. This is incredible. I'm, I'm just getting sidetracked, just taking all this in. I mean, the fields in pristine condition. A little yeah. piss, a little piss of socks decided to skip out on BP, but yeah, that was annoying. We got here early for that. Um, but yeah, this is just—I don't know. It's a gem. I mean, this, this <laughs> best seats right here, Mile High Club. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my concern was that we were gonna get up here or rather get out here, at least for me, I was gonna get out here, the weather was gonna be a little iffy. Nah. Uh, haven't- That's what's underrated, haven't, man. Haven't seen a raindrop. Everyone, everyone thinks it's like it's the frozen tundra here year round, it's not. This is incredible. Yeah, but is there a, I don't wanna go harping on course Field too much. I don't wanna give all of the hidden gems and secrets away. We got any, we got any things, anything in the, in the baseball world going on that we could really, we really talk about uh pete alonzo congratulations to pete alonzo being uh not only a rookie record but the mets all-time franchise record in home runs that's pretty impressive that's big time yeah absolutely big time did i see the other day that uh i saw today verlander got ejected yeah i actually don't know too much about that i didn't look into that a little bit i said he was heated he was like escorted off the field yeah Verlander got ejected. What else we had going on? Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is now down five to seven weeks. Speaking of Indians, good news on that front. Our guy Cookie. Yeah. Getting uh, brought back. What? Getting or he's returning Sunday? Yeah. This Sunday. Thrown in the bullpen. Nice little experience to maybe uh, have a middle relief option back there. I'm telling you, not that this is what it's necessarily all about. Obviously, his health is first and foremost in that situation. But considering everything checks out and he's making a return to to the staff, a little a good morale boost like that can almost always helps a club in a situation like that. Especially a, especially an Indians club that's right there in the hunt for the the playoffs. Yeah, pushing was, for the division title. It's that, like a team that wasn't looking for a boost just got one, and they're already hot. And they're already moving. They're rolling. And they just got a big piece as a morale booster, and not to mention he's pretty legit. I'd say he's pretty good. So uh, it's making my, again, gonna go back to this, making my Indians chatter look better and better with each passing day. Twins aren't that good, man. I never, I never believed in the hype. I never will believe in the hype. Nope. The Twins could win the World Series. I'm still not gonna believe in the <laughs> hype. So, I mean. That's all I can say. I mean, you like I said, lose out on Jose Ramirez a little bit. Obviously, a blow to the blow to the offense a little bit. Blow to really just cl- the clubhouse presence, I guess. But like I said, you get that you get that boost when you're when you really weren't looking for a boost. So yeah. it's good for them. Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. What else we got going on, man? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yankees just swept the Mariners. So that helps you feel any better. I mean, we're like we're that. going for headlines here. Oh, I mean, okay. You're right. That's not a big deal. That's just the I mean, normal. They essentially swept like a single A team. Just the normal, normal moves. Now I will say, I will say, the Mariners when we started out the season out there on the road, they were 
there was talk. There was talk going around that they could be the best team in baseball by the end of the season. And and things just didn't work out. And here you are linking back up with them in August. They're trash. Convenient time. I'm not impressed at all. Convenient time. Um, I don't think we talk about Players Weekend at all. No. We're just kind of we're just kind of running the gauntlet here a little bit. Jerseys Players were, Weekend. Jerseys were whack. Um, yeah. What was your action here? Jerseys were whack. Couldn't see any of the nicknames on the white jerseys, which is stupid. Pitchers can't wear their white hat, so that was dumb. Yeah. How did we not know that? Yeah. Like how, we? How did we could have probably figured that out? How did Major League Baseball not figure that out? Like that's stupid. And then um, so the black, uh, so if you, you had to pick. White jerseys, black jerseys, sounds like you're more black jersey I'm guy. More black jerseys, but they have to they have to have the pants up. Those were clean with the pants up. They look like sweats if they were down. Especially baggy ones. Yeah, I was definitely more black jersey guy. The white was just terrible. Everybody was saying, the Oh, they're, they're so clean. I'm like, yeah, but you're sacrificing being able to read what's on the <laughs> jersey. Like, okay, sick, you can go up there and freaking white a white tee and white sweatpants, but what difference is it going to make? Yeah. Terrible. That's terrible. Just terrible. Uh, what else? I, oh, we briefly, again, all over the place, we briefly mentioned the, the reviews. We didn't. We haven't really dive into the food yet. Starting to yesterday was a little crazy. We had a lot of food yesterday. I was just, it was like sensory overload Yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I had to, you've obviously experimented with a, with a number of these entree yeah. and uh, appetizer options out here, but I had obviously never been Having never been here, little little overwhelmed. So just trying to dabble in a little bit. I had the uh, or no, we got the we started with the the chicken nachos, which 11, 11 out of ten. Yeah, I told you those were good. Fantastic. What what was on those? That was like so we had pulled chick like pulled uh, like spread apart chicken or whatever. Um, we had pico de gallo. We had uh, green chili queso. That part was fantastic. Top notch. Pinto beans. Um, Which I have to say, you rag on me all the time about my food choices, but you looked at me when we were in line for the nachos, and there was two options. It was nacho cheese and green chili queso, and you had the audacity to ask me which one I wanted. I was impressed because I was nervous of what I was. I figured you'd be like, no beans, no salsa, and I was like, okay. And what did I say when I walked up? You said everything. You said, what do you want on there? And I looked and I said, everything, but. Thank you sour cream in the corner so i had to put that in my corner but um, but really at the end okay. of the day who it's likes manageable. sour cream everybody um highly disagree yeah so we had the nachos we got the the famous dave's tent over in left field that's rocking the barbecue options that was fire that was flame yeah those were absolutely fantastic also 11 out of 10 i put those on the ig story yeah i actually had a number of people reach out to me saying uh you want to split those with me and i said no by the time you messaged me this they were already gone <laughs> so not likely uh tonight we're hitting up the helton burger yeah we're gonna get which the helton burger i've heard going. fantastic things about for sure um what was the other one i think we we're gonna do uh what kind of sweets we got around here, man? Well, I did have that we're, uh, we're that cheesecake on a stick last night. Oh, cow. That was impressive, actually. Did not have that, but I might have to have that That tonight. was impressively delicious. That uh, that worked out just fine. I mean, because we're like washed up ex-players, so we can afford to indulge in all this. Correct. Well, I, I use the word afford lightly. I'm not about to go in debt while I'm here, but I'd, I would go right up to the brink for this food. Yeah. Because this food is fantastic it's doable i mean this is this is some of the best 
some of the best food I've had, ballpark-wise. It's a great ballpark. Been to a we, number... We barely tapped into it. We're going to enjoy some more today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Been to a number of parks. And it's, it's like, reasonably priced, too. It's not, like, no. off I mean, the charts. Those I mean, nachos were 9 bucks. Like, that's very normal. And, I yeah, I told you. I was like, I would, in a heartbeat, spend $9 on these because you're actually getting $9 worth of food. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's ballpark prices, but, I mean... What can you expect here at a ballpark? Yeah. But also, a lot of attention on our T-shirts. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, great. so you guys check that out in the post. Great Go check us, check us uh, out at the shop. Get the same gear that we got. Absolutely. Shop.dtbaseball.com. Uh, we got some... We were very... It was very polarizing, your Universal DH shirt. You got some, yeah, you got got some s- strong looks that were in favor, but then you got some... You got some looks that were some like angry go jump in a hole and die. Sure. We're in NL country out here, so I can definitely understand why. Oh. I feel like all the Red Sox fans were were digging my shirt. We'll give them a quick rundown, real quick, of uh, when we swung by the baseball museum the other day. Yeah, that one was cool. That was like what, like a block away from the stadium. We got here early, couldn't get in the gates, so we tried to kill some time. Went through a little baseball museum. Well, had before the... we even walked through, your guy, the guy right there in the front, took one look at your shirt. And yeah. It was an OG place, so they had like 14 of the 16 original stadiums that they were trying to show and, uh, you know, show the history of it or whatever. And very old school tour guides, and that guy took one look at my shirt and walked away. So Ultra that's traditionalist. Cool. That's fine. Meanwhile, I didn't have a very polarizing shirt on, and he stayed and talked to me about the fact that I lived in Virginia. He had family in Virginia. We were like best buds by the time we left, and then you over there, he had nothing. He, didn't he, hate it on. Didn't want to have anything to do with you. Didn't hate it on. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a sweet little place. Definitely yeah. uh, recommend any of you all listening. Haven't been out here yet. Swing by the old, uh, what, what even was it? The what? baseball history museum? Ballpark, baseball ballpark museum or something Hall like that. Hall of Fame, yeah. history, whatever. It was cool, though. It was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Definitely check that out if you ever come to a game. It's literally a block away from the stadium. So if you're here early like we were, couldn't get in. Uh, they keep the gates closed pretty pretty long here. I mean, Speaking of long, I'm gonna let you in, Nate. Uh, our guy Nolan Arenado. Yeah. I know we talked about the Sox and how freaking JBJ hit one to the freaking moon, but I gotta say I was glad to check that off my bucket list. Got to see an, an Arenado bomb. That was pretty sick. That was a good 15, 15 rows up in the left field. Not too far from us. A couple Not seconds too far. Over. I'm uh, I, I like to think that I'm pretty good at reading faces, and as they uh, put up his face as he was rounding the bases here on this massive jumbotron, which that was another thing I wanted to see. This yeah, thing is cool. like 100 yards by 100 yards uh, in size. But he was rounding the bases, took one look at his face, and he was like, this team is wasting my career here. Why, <laughs> why am I here? Signed the fattest extension, too, so he's going to have a lot more of those faces. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that, that was pretty sick. Got to see that. Got to see him make a couple plays in the field. Uh, got to see Sam Hilliard make his major league debut. Had a had a yeah. rough outing in the field, but got to make it up with his first hit, first bomb. Yeah, of the, got a of boom, boom. And then uh, I think the starting pitcher for the Rockies yesterday was also making his debut. That did not go very well. I think that was six turns through like five or something like that. Yeah, that was not ideal, uh, but very cool to see it's always cool like regardless what team they're playing for what team they're repping what team you're a fan of it's always cool to see guys uh kind of round out their well i don't want to say round out their journey but take that next step in their journey last big step yeah yeah no kidding uh so shout out to them uh for (laughs) 
we say it all the time, doing what we couldn't do. Yeah. Kind of carrying the torch a little bit for us. Real talk. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like we just rambled, kind of crunched all of this uh, this two three day trip into yeah. a few minutes there. But well, speaking, over. Of, speaking of rambled, I feel like we might get kicked out of here by this usher down here. She was grumpy. No joke. Yeah. You want to kick? You want to get uh, these DMs? Real quick, we're gonna we're gonna push the envelope a little bit. Let's get these DMs. Let's get these DMs. Rodolfo asks, "What will be the blockbuster trade in the off season?" Um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. Not saying I agree with it. I'm hearing grumblings of uh, Lindor, possibly. Wow. I know it's crazy. Look it up. I'm not even making this up. Hearing grumblings of Lindor because. It uh, does not seem as though they can really figure out anything long-term. Like we just mentioned, Arenado, obviously he's got to figure it out, just an example. But you would hate to see a team not be able to lock up a guy like that. But if that's the case, he could maybe be on the move. Very fair. We saw that update this morning. I'm going Chris Bryant of the Cubs. Also he is going one. to be shipped out. I think this starts the implosion of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Joe Madden will probably not be their manager next year. I think it's going to be a rough 2020 year for the Cubs. Uh, Rodolfo also asks, will the Astros sign Garrett Cole or let him walk in free agency? Uh, they would be absolute idiots not to. But, okay, okay, let's pump the brakes. I feel like I'm getting getting a little caught up in the emotion of it. Obviously having a fantastic year. But at the same time, we know how this stuff happens. You look at, I mean, just going off of personal experience, seeing Eovaldi last year, you go, oh, this is our guy long-term. You lock him up. Things don't work out the next season necessarily. So it's like you don't want to rush to any any quick judgment like that, any quick decisions, especially one that could cost you in the long run. So I say that kind of prematurely that, yes, they absolutely should, but I think even if you took the emotion out of it, it'd still be wise to do so. I agree. I don't think he gets re-signed. I think that's why they traded for Granke. They now have a, a solid number two who's under control. Um, but I think what sucks for Garrett Cole is that they're probably going to ask him to take a pay cut. And he's going to finish top three in the AL Cy Young, uh, no problem. And I don't think he should take a pay cut. So I think he walks. I think he's out. Uh, Sean asks, top five teams in four years. So I'm saying I'm assuming it means four years in the future, right? Yep. So, I mean, I feel like you're gonna have your you're gonna have your usuals. You're gonna have your Yankees. You're gonna have your. I mean, I want to throw Astros in there, but that's gonna get that's gonna get pricey to maintain that end. status. Yeah. And you're gonna get your guy a few of those guys getting older. I mean, you you got your young core, but assuming that they can maintain that, I would throw them in there. Uh, do we think the Dodgers are going anywhere? I don't think the Dodgers are going anywhere. Not Dod- in four years. Dodgers not going anywhere. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on a. Oh, oh first of all, what's our fourth? Do we want to come on a agree? Come to agreement on a mutual fourth? I think the Padres. That's what I was gonna say. That was gonna be my going out on a limb pick. The fifth. I think. Yeah. Right. I think they. They are gonna be a team as. A, and I've said this. You can go back. There's an episode like way back. If you go back, I think it was after the all the Tatis. Hoopla. Yeah, yeah. I said, they if they do it right, if they make the right decisions and they handle the pieces correctly, the pieces that they have, they can be a top-tier team in no time. And again, I think if they can if they can make those right decisions and not 
give away pieces or sell pieces that would be vital to that uh, reaching that status, I think they'd be in good shape. Yeah, big surprise here. We are, we have. I feel like we have to say Yankees socks. You got socks that a lot of dudes are under control for a long time with all those extensions they yep. they uh, handed out. Um, the Yankees obviously they got a couple dudes that are still in those arbitration years and also got extensions. So I don't think those two teams are going anywhere uh, in the near future. Uh, Jacob asks, after watching that game, as in last night's game, is it proven the balls are juiced? Well, I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. Easily one of the best players, best hitters in the game. I mean, he routinely hits about 375 every single season with 40 bombs, right? Yeah, sure. Would would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. 40 bombs? Yeah. 375? (laughs) So to see him hit a ball, as I said, to the moon, not terribly surprised. Uh, But jokes aside, I mean... Coors effect, yes, I get that. Coors effect, yes, but the balls are definitely juiced. But we were here. We've seen a guy like Jackie Bradley hit a yeah. ball 480 or whatever yeah. it was. It doesn't. That's not normal. It's and absurd. We were here long enough for all of the end of the Rockies BP and all of the, the Red Sox BP, and we're watching balls that, off the bat, I feel like are maybe getting to the track, getting to the first row, second row, that are going halfway up, close to the concourse. Yeah. And I don't think that is because of thin air. I've been here for BP in years past before these balls were allegedly being put into play and balls weren't going up to where we're seeing them. Right. So I think, yeah, balls are juiced, no doubt. Uh, Anthony asks, do the guys that did steroids deserve more or less credit than the juiced ball era guys? I like that. I was really hoping nobody would ever ask this question because I really don't even know what to say. Like, I'm... In terms of like credit for personal gratification's sake, I I feel like you can't show the steroid guys any love because they intentionally went out of their way to increase their abilities. I mean, it sounds super elementary. Like I'm not throwing numbers or anything around. I'm I'm just looking at a very like black and white situation here. Like you have guys that are going out of their way, as I said, to give them the utmost advantage that you essentially possibly could at that time and they go out and put up astronomical numbers yeah but then you got guys that are just out here playing that in most cases are clean i mean you might have one or two guys that sneak in there obviously but for the most part majority of these majority of these guys are relatively clean and this is out of their control i mean i know we've talked about this but I mean, what do you want them to do? Just not take the bat off their shoulders? Like, there's nothing they can really do about this. Yeah, the key word you said was not in their control because the fact is is that the guys that did steroids selfishly made those decisions on their own. Right. Across the league, we're seeing balls, the same balls, being used everywhere. It's not the player's choice. So there is no credit that's being lost with players at this time, in this era. The truth is they're doing what they normally do, and it happens that... You know, typically guys having 7 to 10 bombs are having 20, 25. Is it their fault? Are they going to say no to that? Are they going to take a pay cut because of that? No. I wouldn't take that, and I'm not taking less credit. The truth is, baseball is baseball. We're just we're transitioning into something new. Uh, lastly, it's probably my favorite one, Jenny says, no question, just welcome to the best state. Shout out to Jenny. I feel like that's the first, first I've heard from Jenny. Yeah. And she gets to round out our DMs from uh, 5,280 feet up. 
I mean, I can't disagree with her, man. The secret's out for sure because everyone's been flocking here for the last few years. Um, I mean, this this is, is an amazing state. You get a little bit of everything here. Uh, you get the amazing weather. You get true seasons, um, and you know you get uh, a good sports city. So can't complain. Yeah, kind of wrapping us up here because, uh, as you mentioned, thinking we might uh, get kicked out by this usher year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this has been all, this has been everything I expected, hoped for, and more. Uh, I'm really looking forward here. A couple hours for this sunset. We're gonna we're gonna go post up probably down the first baseline, out maybe out in the rock pile. Uh, catch us a nice Colorado Coors Field sunset. I'm looking forward to that. I've seen pictures, but I'm sure those don't even come anywhere close to doing it justice. Sweet, so looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to chowing down oh, yeah. on a Helton burger. I'm looking at that line right now. It's starting to get long. Yeah, we might need to head down there, grab us a Helton burger, maybe bring one back up to this usher and maybe <laughs> get her back in our good Squeeze graces. Her over a little bit. Uh, but yeah, really there's nothing nothing more to say. Don't want to, uh, as I kind of said earlier, don't want to give away all the secrets because I, I want everybody else to be able to kind of experience it for the first time if they haven't been here. Uh, definitely highly suggest, highly recommend coming out here, catching a game, two, three even, especially if uh, your club's out here playing the Rockies, kind of like it is with me. Give you a chance to really take everything in here over the course of a few days because you can't, you, from what I've gathered, you can't do course field in a day, you can't do Denver in a yeah, day. you can't. You can't really do any of this in nope, a day. It takes so, a lot of time. So uh, start mowing them lawns, start putting in the overtime, <laughs> do what you got to do. Start stashing away in the piggy bank. Start saving up for, I guess, a trip out here in 2020. Yeah. Uh, catch some Rockies baseball at Coors Field. But, uh, yeah, like I said, that really that really does it for me. Real quick before we get bounced, your favorite attribute of this stadium, your favorite little, little part, man, what you got? I just think they brand it really well. Like it's it's super unique in that. I mean, it's it's generic in the sense it's like, oh yeah, you got the green seats everywhere. I get that, but it all it also just like looks really clean. It's not like it's not like trashy. It's amazingly clean ball. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, amazingly clean. Uh, but yeah, you got the you got the purple row mile high that we're currently sitting in right now. Uh, you got the logo just plastered everywhere. You got the rooftop in in bright purple letters. You got the rock pile. I mean, I mean, the friggin' scoreboard is in the shape of a mountain with the mountain <laughs> behind it. I mean, it doesn't get any more Colorado than that. I mean, this is just, this is incredible. I mean, you got basically a zoo out in the bullpen with trees and, and forestry and, and waterfalls and fountains. It's, it's just awesome. You, and really, from what I'm seeing right now, and we've already taken a lap around the stadium a time or two, there's not a bad, there's not a bad seat in this it place. really isn't. It really isn't. I mean, we're up. As I said, we're up a mile high, obviously not from field surface or field level, but I mean, we're up, I mean, there's only five, 10 rows behind us and this is a perfect view. I would enjoy this spot this, all day. This is awesome. Yeah. So I'd probably say that. I, just, I think just the way they've, they've branded it, the way they've constructed it, I think, as I said in the beginning, it's just super baseball. Like you're not gonna, I mean, I'm sure they they played soccer. I saw they played a hockey game out here a time yeah. before, but yeah. they do concerts here and stuff too. So I mean, it's, it's just it's just it's very weird. very baseball. And I know I was talking to you the other day or yesterday about it. I hope they never change a name because although I'm like partially against the the branding of 
of stadium names, which I get. There's money involved, but yeah. Coors Field to me doesn't remind me of the beer necessarily. It no. just sounds like it's Rockies perfect. baseball. It's it just perfect. it just blends in. Coors Rocky Mountain. It I mean, just, it's just it fits. It makes sense. So yeah, yeah. Long story short, kind of bringing it back full circle. I'd say just the way they brand it, uh, and I hope they never change. Real quite talk. honestly, real talk. Uh, First annual DTD. <laughs> stadium first, trip man first road trip for us yeah. first podcast away from our comfy confines yeah. at home it's nice to be able to do it in the same time zone for a long right. time how Seriously. about it, how about it? <laughs> you're not half asleep i'll actually be I'm able to get it i'll actually be able to get a decent night's sleep <laughs> so looking forward to that uh but yeah man this has been fun and yeah. uh it'd be kind of sick if uh we could maybe do this again we really, as you kind of alluded to, the Yankees aren't here. This isn't Sox Yankees. We yeah. need to get up to Fenway and or Yankee yeah. Stadium. We'll yeah. do both. I'm oh, certain yeah. we'll do both. A thousand percent. Get a little recording there. Yep. But I know we get ragged on for our bias, so I won't say that'd be the only trip I want to take. Definitely want to bounce around to some other places. Yeah. I'd, I'd be down for a little summer trip out to San Diego or something. I would <laughs> definitely year. enjoy Petco or that, whatever it's called now. I don't know. That would be Petco. sick. Uh, I, I've heard they're a little boring as far as fan base goes, but I would enjoy San Francisco. I mean, that being right on the right on the water would be pretty sweet. Not yeah. the ocean, the water. The bay. The bay. The, the bay. Yeah. Shout out Max Muncy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but this has been fun. This has been awesome. Glad glad I was able to get out of here. Glad I was able to happen. Um, we'll get it. We're gonna have to figure out where we're heading next. We got we'll any? It out. We got any thoughts? Initial thoughts? Uh, I, I would. I don't want we gotta, to say. We got to get you out to the I've East Coast. To D, I've never been to DC. That's part of the new Nats, that's, Nats Park. That's I mean, got to be the next one. When I was there, they were still playing at RFK. So that's got Nats Park's got to be the next one. Yeah. So let's just let's just get that down in the books. Yeah. We'll I'm start down. planning that trip. Yeah. Uh, but you got anything else? We're about we're about ready to wrap this thing up. That's it for me, brother. All right, so let's see if I can remember this. Uh, well, that'll do it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating interview. Nate, how many stars? 5,280. One mile up. That's that's how many stars. That's that's incredible. There's, yeah. there's quite honestly no better answer that you could have provided there. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys next week. Even if the air's thin... Even if it's not breaking as much, I still want you guys... Even if the balls are juiced. ...to not chase curveballs. We love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay rocky. All right, it's all you. What do you got? First Coors Field food review. A correctly salted pretzel. Perfect. A little nacho cheese on the side. Nacho cheese. Who does that? Is that even an acceptable thing? Soft, salted, buttered. That's a solid 8.2. 8.2. More coming later. All right, time for the long-awaited Hilton Burger review. That one right here on deck. The rock pile, the top, the back. Sitting from the top row of the stadium. Give you a little view of where we're at. We're going to dig in. See what we got. Salad. This is up to the height. Choice of sauce. Fantastic. Nate, thoughts? Wow. 
Hong Kong point. 8.7. Pickles. Pickles are the underrated part of this. 8.7. I'm going to go 8.8. I'm always better. All right, final review of the night. We got the cookies and creamery ice cream sandwich, as they call it. Got some nice warm cookies there. A few scoops of cream. Nate, you're first up. What do we got? We got cookies and cream ice cream. What kind of cookies? What kind of ice cream? We got uh, white chocolate. That's all I had. Ridiculous. Cookies kind of Which, by the way, you wanted mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's, that's a that's a crime. But continue. Delicious. I won't let it affect your score. Soft. Good flavor. Seven point four. Seven point four. Solid. All right. Same combo here. It was actually white chocolate macadamia nut. Clearly, Nate's not the foodie of the two of us, so. You should get points deducted automatically. I already had half of mine. Uh, disregarded. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna dive right in, frankly. It's all about the ratio. Gotta get half and half. We waited a little long, so the cookie's not as warm, but it's still fantastic. I'm gonna go 8 1. That's a little much. 8 1.